Hello and welcome everyone to Try Not to Die. I'm your danger monger, pawner of peril, Noah Prito, and I'm here with our two heroes. Lisa Condemi, a.k.a. Gorgonzola, mean teen with skin that's green and a weasel that's clean. That's Ooh. right, he grooms. Ooh. That's really, really good. <laughs> uh, and hello. Oops. Uh, you know what? It wouldn't be the pod if I didn't screw it up. Uh, so, <laughs> hello, I am Shane Michaels, Erter, and uh, I am also Scrab, the goblin, serving some gunk with a grin. Oh, <laughs> I really expected there to be a rhyme there. So really... Go- Goblin and Grin. It was almost like oh. an Emily Dickinson style rhyme. Ooh, yeah, it was that's... kind of, yeah, kind of um, like not classical. It's like some like. It's hidden. Yeah, it's hidden. Yeah. It's sneaky. I was going for some Dickinson this morning. Yeah. I'm glad you picked <laughs> up was... on that, Lisa. Scram loves, <laughs> loves Dickinson. Emily Dickinson. Canonically cannot read, but loves Emily Dickinson. Oh my goodness. Well, everybody grab your flambe made Bloody Marys and let's recap. Mm. Last time, while Zola slept, Scram, still riding the high of the haste spell, spent some time investigating the ship for rats and surprises. After failing in the first task, he moved on to spying on his fellow crew, first bursting in on Nella and Zaroom in the midst of a midnight tryst, and then bursting in on Mascar, who immediately crit on him, sending him flying through the hold of the ship. You have any comments on that? I'm just saying, spying is a strong, strong term. Just doing some recon, <laughs> I think, is more appropriate for recon Zola. Recon is a form it, of spying. It was inquisitive wandering. <laughs> Potentially learning his lesson, Scram went back above deck where the morning sun had begun to rise, bringing with it another day of travel. After some breakfast, Scram went down to the cook's quarters to find some food and perhaps a cure for his magic hangover, the healing power of an eldritch Bloody Mary, Mm. while Zola began to work on the day's activities of cleaning and repair. After a long day's work, the crew began to settle down for a night of leisure. Scram went to check on Captain Sticks, who seemed to be poring over some maps while Zola talked to Mr. McGreeby, finding out that their travel should be around seven to ten days, though... Fiddle was prone to <coughs> detours. Um, that might have been my favorite interaction I've ever had with a PC. <laughs> Talking to Mr. McGreeby really tickles me. He's a man after my own green heart. My own greeby heart. Scram and Zola then joined the Muscatinis, Nella, Quince, and Zaroom, who had gathered at the forecastle to play some drinking games. The halflings introduced them and their fellow crew to the game of beer pong, a high fantasy game I made up and it only exists in my world. <laughs> Scram and Zola paired up against Arami and Sothi Muscatini, and after an intense back and forth, they managed to defeat the halflings in the final round at their own game. Scram, feeling exhausted and generally unwell, went off to find a place to rest, eventually settling in the crow's nest with Lyre, while Zola continued on with Quince as her partner, quickly being defeated by Nella and Zarum. I'm going to have to blame that one on Quince. It's fully his fault. He missed so many shots. <laughs> After a few more rounds, he also has no proficiency. Oh, <laughs> After... he has proficiency in being adorable to me. Plus zero in all accounts. <laughs> <laughs> After a few more rounds, Captain Sticks jumped into the mix, demanding that they play a new game, Battle Bottle, a mix of spin the bottle and MMA-style fighting. Zola was up first, and though she intended to take on Captain Fiddlesticks, the bottle ended up landing on Mascarpone, the orc. 
eager to test Gorgonzola's strength, leapt into battle, and the two went head-to-head, -head, trading brutal blows, some of which Zola blocked with a new spell, Shield, that created an arcane barrier Mascar failed to beat through. Though Mascar managed to get the upper hand, the battle ended in a draw when Zola used her head, literally, to headbutt Mascar in the nose, sending him reeling. The two laughed off the bruises, and others took turns of beating the shit out of each other before night fully descended upon them. Can I please interrupt to um, oh, yeah. fill the audience in on something? Um, Re-listening to last week's episode right before we posted it, just like going over for, you know, any kind of like glitches or like editing snafus, like sound um, balancing things. Um the amazing knowledge that mascarpone is named mascarpone as in the cheese <laughs> finally clicked for me i just want to let you know that it took a, a while oh my it wow. took this has been like a month in in real lifetime i fully when i said it i remember looking at you and being like lore and you were like mascarpone nice. mascar cool oh, this really guy's name this guy's name is fucking Mascar. Oh my god, you even that's, asked his that's name. That's nothing. You were like, what's your last name? And he was like, Pone. And I'm like, <laughs> weird. <laughs> weird last name, so bro. So that clicked. In case there's anyone else out there, maybe there, you know, maybe there's someone, some of our listeners um, in the, the incredible places that we have mm -hmm. have never encountered Mascar Pone cheese before. Yeah. Find some. It's great. It's great. It's um, in tiramisu. Yeah, I was going to say, have a tiramisu. That's the best way I can describe <laughs> having it. Oh, it's um, a great time now to talk about the Muscarpone Farmers of America uh, sponsoring <laughs> us this episode today. After checking on the past at Scram, <laughs> Zola and Stilton went to their quarters to get some rest. But as soon as her head hit the pillow, Zola found herself descending into darkness. What's now? Falling and landing on a scorched battlefield where what looked like Imperial soldiers charged towards a weakened orc battalion led by a large orc woman carrying the same sword Zola now holds. I'm always going to refer to um, falling asleep as falling into darkness. <laughs> uh, good night, everybody. I'm about to go fall into um, darkness. I'm going to go descend into darkness, if y'all don't mind. Mind if I take a quick power descent? Void. <laughs> Before she could see the outcome of the scene, it all disappeared and she found herself standing in a throne room made out of bones. A bone throne room, if you will. And where the bone throne should have been, inky blackness filled her view. From this darkness, she saw a single eye open, and it commanded her to end the human dominance of central Emeralia. After she tried to learn more, it told her to, quote, find the gravedigger. She awoke, terrified, to Stilton jumping on her chest. And that's where we are now. Ah! Zola, you are drenched in a cold sweat, the body's salt water, and Stilton is sort of shaking you, looking very concerned. Uh, Scram, you are still in the crow's nest, so of course, um, um, So Zola, you're currently alone with this little pied rodent. Um, he slaps you across the face with his little soft paw. And I, I don't know, I had, a bad, I had a bad dream, or was it? Well, I don't know. Um, can I do an insight check? Did the, did the orc woman um, look like me? Uh, yeah, give me an insight check. Seven. Seven. As much as an orc would look like another orc. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, you definitely could be like, yeah, these are my people. Like, okay. you could accurately say that you're not, like, from a different tribe of people. So okay. Speak. I think um, I just might have saw, like, my ancestors or or maybe my mom. That was my sword. Uh, Who's a grave digger? I don't know. Uh, Are you, you the grave digger? <laughs> <laughs> Who is it? <laughs> um, you can roll a history check, actually. Oh, yeah. It's a high DC, but... 
So what was your history check? Um, I got an eight, unfortunately. Okay, so <laughs> this is one of those things that the old Ambledorth's almanac that you had did not cover, because it was pre-war. Mm -hmm. um, with, with an eight, you gathered this information just came out between that and now, so. Um, maybe I can do some, like, asking around. It's kind of suspicious to ask anyone if they know a grave digger, though. Although uh -huh. I guess pirates would be the first person that you could ask about, like, digging up graves. Uh -huh. What time is it? Uh. Um, <laughs> looks out the window. <laughs> which is, um, I think it's breakfast time. <laughs> Steps and looks at his 12 watches on his wrists. <laughs> rolls up his furry sleeve to reveal 12 collecting. watches. Where did you get those? Where did you get clothes? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I think that um, I'm going to um, try to wander up towards the deck, but not before um, just checking on our stuff in the... Um, the storage room. Okay. Um, sure. Give me a, just an investigation check as you kind of navigate the boxes. Nine. Nine. We're starting off strong starting today, off str You know, get them out Oof. early. Um, you look around. Is you actually I didn't roll out my dice. Yeah, you didn't. And you didn't cook them. I didn't roll out the ones. I didn't cook them. <laughs> None of the ceremony. You're eating. You're, ro you're rolling raw right now. Um, so oh, no. with a nine, it does take you a little bit. Um, but you do eventually locate the box. Um, you look in, and you've had it in a bag, right? Yeah. Yeah. You look in, and you see, you know, salami, <laughs> just long tubes of salami. <laughs> and then, of course, your bag nestled underneath. Oh, our stuff hidden. is really starting to smell. It's going to be super salty. Um, I feed, <laughs> um, I feed um, Stilton a little bit of sausage and then head, head up. I want to go find Scram. Just like chewing it like a little mousy. Um, I don't know if weasels eat sausage. <laughs> I'm sure someone out there can research for us and tell us if they're omnivores. I bet they are. I, I mean, deer are omnivores, believe it or not. Get, I've seen them eat Get meat. in the comments. Get in the get comments. In the comments, are weasels omnivores? <laughs> we'll talk about it later. So you begin to head above deck to get breakfast and find scrambled eggs and your friend Scram. Uh, we're going to sort of like rewind time a few minutes as let's say you were looking through the stuff. No, sorry. We got to go back to the scrambled eggs bit. <laughs> I've been waiting for so long to make this joke. I know it's written on that little <laughs> stupid little iPad you have over it there. It is. <laughs> I'll scroll past it now. <laughs> um, so rewinding time, we're going to jump back up to the crow's nest where Scram, you awaken feeling a little strange today. Um, you definitely feel better. Fully rested. Um, oh, no longer God, exhausted. I feel better. Uh, recharged, <laughs> recharged after the haste spell, um, but you feel that the shard is kind of humming within your pocket today. It's it's warmer, definitely recharged from its last use. It's almost like it's calling to you. Oh, I feel like I shouldn't have done so much magic meth last night. <laughs> <laughs> really overdid it with the with the magic meth. Oh, um, <laughs> hey liar, good morning. That magic meth was something. Good morning. You see Lyre is actually looking out over the edge of the crow's nest. And as you stretch and stand, you see um, she's looking out and you see there's fog everywhere. You guys are in the midst of a very thick, dense fog that has settled over the Mare Mara. The, the sea is very still. It's wow. definitely still movable, but the wind is low and the fog is thick. Wow, Lyre, she's thick. She's thick. Um, Where'd she learn that? <laughs> her, it's very strange. You definitely gather, like, she, she's been to a lot of places. Her voice <laughs> never seems the same. You're never sure. Um, so you look out into this fog, and you see, or rather you hear Liar from behind you. I can't see anything through this goddamn fog. 
And down below, you hear this too, Zola, as you begin to enter out of the hold. Captain, I can't see shit! Can I try to do a persuasion check to see if I can see through the fog? A persuasion? Can I persuade persuade the fog? To part? (laughs) Are you looking to do a, like, are you trying to see something, or are you just trying to kind of suss out the fog? I'm just wondering if I can kind of help out um, Liar, maybe try to see anything with my scrammy eyes you know maybe your scrammy goblin eyes are yeah clearer than a keener than a bird's keener yeah than clearer a, keener than, than, than a bird crow. who's uh you know designed to look out <laughs> at this tower <laughs> you can go ahead and try um okay. hands you a spyglass uh give me a perception check all right here we go well scram with a telescope is such such a, a cute, cute image yeah some cu- um fan art please <laughs> <laughs> That's a 19. Ooh, a 19. Okay, with a 19, you do get a sense, though, um, by using using the spyglass. Um, you guys are still on course. You're definitely still heading south. You're still following the same path. It's not like you got to turn around in the fog, which is something, obviously, you should be worried about. That is, unfortunately, the most that you can see. Wow, what a brutal response from me. You guys never wow. roll high in perception. Hey, honestly... You know what? If something's impossible, then it's impossible. It's impossible. Nineteen is yeah. not going to see through dense fog. And I get true. it. But, I get that. But Scram, a good roll, uh, all the same. Scram Great pulls roll. the spyglass down from his face. It gives it back to Liar, and it's like, "Yep, it's pretty foggy out there. I see fog. I don't. Ju- There's fog. I don't know if you're aware." Oh, thank you so much, Scram. Scram senses the uh, the sarcasm. Uh, it's about that point where you're now above deck, Zola, um, and you see that Captain Styx has also walked out and looking around at the fog. Hey, Captain, shitty weather we're having, huh? Very strange. You've uh, seen fog like this before? The weather this season doesn't usually permit such dense cover. I'm not really sure what's going on. Hmm. Um, can I um, try and, like, um, swing my sword and cast um, green flame blade and try and like shoot a green light out into the fog and see like how long I can see it illuminated. Sure. Give me an arcana check. Okay. Um, also, while I'm doing this, I'm like looking up too to see if I see Scram emerging from the... <laughs> Scram, you're still up in the crow's nest right now. I'm about to try to do oh. an intimidation check to beat up the fog. Not one. Not one. Nice. You swing, and as you swing, your blade... <laughs> I burned on the ship. <laughs> ...ignites in green flame and hops off. It does land right on a barrel. No! <laughs> Quint is next to it and goes, Oh, 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 God. Oh, fuck. Quint, put it out. Oh, what no. did you do? Oh, I don't know. Quint, oh. what did you do? Takes off his shirt and starts slamming I, it on the I pour, like, my water canteen out onto oh. it. Oh, Oh my god. I'm new to magic, so I'm still working on the aim of this thing. It's like um when you send a frisbee and you just you don't follow through properly. Yeah, and you, you can gotta spin it around and hit someone behind you kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I forgot to stop my arm middle and point the finger where yeah. I wanted the where I wanted to send it. Yeah, no, I mean total it was totally okay by me. Not a panic <laughs> at all in my sense. Alright. Uh, Good morning, Quinn. Good morning. I'll get you some breakfast. Scram, you want breakfast? Oh, sure. Uh, Quince, you're starting a fire down there. Be careful. It, it, it was... Uh, never mind. Scram, jump down! I put out my arms to catch Scram. <laughs> it's okay, Scram. Make an acrobatics check. Um, and I'll... You know what? I'll say just make an acrobatics check. Okay. Do it both of us? Uh, you can make an acrobatics check, Scram. Um, that's a 24. Ooh! 
Zolism, <laughs> pretty strong now because of that um, mobility score improvement bum, I got. Bum. Scrammy got an 18. Oh! It looks like we've practiced this before. Wow, that was did, really good. <laughs> As you spin in the like air, gracefully. <laughs> the fog twirls like a ribbon dance. It is really beautiful. Captain wow. Six looking horrified. <laughs> that is, honestly... <laughs> That's as good as the dancing I used to do in in you know never mind. Um Ooh, gotta hear more um, that. another time. <laughs> um well I don't think we should let this stop us. Um what do you think, Mr. McGreeby? Uh Mr. McGreeby already behind the helm. McGreeby, you've sailed through shit like this before. This is nothing compared to what I seen. One time I sailed straight through an ice block. Keep going! <laughs> That wouldn't happen to... I don't know if that's true, but I guess we'll just have to roll it. (laughs) So she begins to give out orders. Um, Fog never killed anyone, so we're just going to continue at our normal pace. Um, Scram and Zola, if you don't mind heading to the hold, taking inventory of everything, so we can be sure we have everything for the journey ahead. I'm terrible at maths myself, so... You know, I leave that to you two. Hopefully the two of you together can add something. Yeah, Zola's amazing at math. Yes, I'm very intelligent. So they so, say. <laughs> yes, I have a mind made for numbers. A mind made for numbers. And this podcast proves that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you guys head below deck. Um, you guys are now in the hold of the ship. There's a bunch of, you know, this is where you guys hid your stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything you want to do while you are down here? Um, I guess um, <clears throat> I'm. I want to catch Scram up on my dream that I had. Um, while we start to kind of rifle through the boxes. I think I'm mostly looking for stuff that Stilton can eat. Um, (laughs) And while that's happening, um, maybe we, like, fashion out of, like, um, what's there, like a a little um, sailor's breakfast. Like, take some tack out, some crackers and some sausage. Some hard tack and Um, dried cured meats. And I start to fill in scram about um, the dream that I had. Um, And I saw this woman, and she was holding my sword, and... I saw, um, well, there was a throne room, a a bone throne room, but there was inky blackness, and then there was an eye, and he told me to find the grave digger, and I I think I'm maybe supposed to reclaim my ancestral land. Whoa. That's that's a really intense dream. Did you have a weird dream last night? I didn't dream much because I was on that meth, meth and magic mean, but I... Tends to stop your dreams, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, you know, it's not amazing for the dreamland, but um, I, I, I don't. What do you think that could be? Where do, you, do you think it's a side, or do you think it's just some bad cheese that you ate? I mean, I've eaten a lot of moldy cheese. There was actually a whole year where Paddlewick um had ergo, and we just oh. fully went through with the witch trials. Still, you weren't there. <laughs> um well i don't know find the grave diggers like that sounds so menacing but yet i weirdly have gotten the like feeling from this voice that like it's not an enemy of mine like i feel like it's giving me advice almost maybe it's trying to trick me maybe it's some terrible force but i've never had dreams like this before or no it almost feels kind of like good like coming home. Oh. Like comfy in my own skin. In a way that like I don't know, I haven't felt 
comfy in my own skin before. I mean, maybe it's just the magic getting to me. Like, maybe I'm just going through a lot of changes. I left home. I don't know. Maybe it's just a... No, if it's important, you should listen to it. Well, if you hear anything about a grave digger, um, let a bitch know. Okay. Do you <laughs> think I should... you think I should be... be a little... <laughs> Stilton, I can Stilton, reclaim it. You don't know. You think I haven't been called a bitch in Halloween? <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. Maybe I'll, um... Maybe I'll keep an ear out for, I don't know, maybe Mr. McGreevy. He seems pretty old. Maybe he, he'll he know something about it. Yeah, that, that's true. I mean, I, so I do wonder, the last time we had crazy dreams and they felt super real, they were illustrative of, of something bigger and more important. I, I want to I um, keep in mind that we should keep our cards close to our, close to our, our tits because... I just, I worry that if we give away too much information, then, I don't know. No, you're someone right. Someone could use we it against us. I've, you had, we uh, shouldn't trust so easily. I've had people use information against me my whole life, and uh, it's a slippery slope. What Stilton said? I, Who's using information don't against really you? Know Are you Stilton being said. blackmailed? <laughs> uh, I have been. That I have been blackmailed. Uh, before um, okay well i'll i'll keep i'll keep my cards close to my chest you know this may surprise you even zola but uh i've even been on the run before <laughs> uh good times so i kind of yeah. got that sense when i met you well, well i literally was running but i mean i i've been on on the lamb i've been uh i've been outrunning the the feds hey scram Yep. I was wondering, now that, you know, we've spent a little bit of time together on the open sea, I know that um I had previously asked you where where you got that shard and where where you were coming from, and I, I know I'm aware that I fell asleep, and that was not a very friendly thing to do. I was very tired, but, I mean, maybe now while we're going through this inventory, you could you could tell me the story that well, you were going to tell me. I mean, we're, we're going to be counting a lot, and uh, I don't want you to worry. So I feel like maybe we should just focus on one one thing or the other. Maybe we just do the inventory. Come on, come on, come on, come on. You see, Stillin is <laughs> Stillin gets on their weird little weasel knees and it's kind of begging. Oh, the way that weasels do that with their hands in front of them. yeah, like wringing their hands a little bit. How am I he's ringing. He's wringing his hands. Oh. How about you sit? Enjoy your breakfast, recover from the magic meth a little bit. I'll do the counting. You just tell me a little story. Come on. I like to listen to a podcast when I clean. <laughs> oh, I like wow, to listen to a little D&D &D podcast. My chance? Mm. I don't want to get too meta. Okay, that's, that's, <laughs> I don't know what that means for sure. Um, so basically... One, um, two, this one, this one day. Uh, let three. me know if you find anything cool or good snacks in there, okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm tossing you anything that's molding. Anything that's going <laughs> yes. bad, I'm tossing the scram and still in. You're Any getting, like, rats. crusty, moldy bread, a few rats that just crawled in there and died. This, this dead oh, rat. God. Just like, yuck, get that out of there. <laughs> Eating I'm them by their tails. <laughs> <laughs> Splat. All right, all right. I mean, it's. I'm trying to figure out how to tell you. But basically, you know, there was there was a time when I lived up north, more so, and um, you know, we with don't other have to goblins, get it. I did 
used to live with other goblins, in fact. Um, but unfortunately, as the legend goes, there, there was... There was great unrest and distress amongst the, the northern lands. And unfortunately, I had to flee my kind. And um, in a bit of desperation. And I went to the closest village I could find. Local town, the, the town that's closest by. Uh, the name of it was Swindletonville. And um, I, 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 at first, that, that's part of, part of some of the places that I... I learned how to be so sneaky and a, a thief in the streets and a lover in the sheets. And I I would um, I would try to see if I could steal any kind of food. So I built up a lot of, um, you know, skills trying to be sneaky. That's where I developed a lot of that. Until one day when I found the most beautiful high tower in the in the city. And I, I decided that it would be the perfect place for me to curl up and, uh, and recover from what was quite honestly maybe the most traumatic experience of my life. So the thing that sold me the most was, uh, was all the jewelry and gold inside. So I decided that I would sneak in and rummage around through the, through the closets and all the spaces that he had, any cabinets. As you do. I was looking for some food or some some jewelry maybe or some gold. Mm-hmm. Really, really anything. Anything that, that was not not uh nailed down. Not mine, but soon to be mine. <laughs> future, mine. Gonna, future, just, mine. future mine. Future mine. Future mine. Future mine. I was just gonna borrow it forever. And so it ended up that I, I, I snuck into one of these cabinets. It was actually their bread bin. It was very comfy had a little door that went down it. It was almost like a little garage door. It was the cutest dang thing you ever did see. And so I, I, I hunkered down in there for, for quite a while, many, many Scram days. Scram is so small that a, that a bread a cabinet bread is cabinet. a garage. <laughs> it's a garage. A garage it's door. It's like a little garage for me. It's so it was so cute. It was perfect. It was per- in fairness, they had a few loaves in there. And um, and in the town, like you know, they're they're big on the bread baking, so it was it was a little bigger than your average one. So I'm hanging out of the bread bin for for a few days, thinking that I'm gonna be safe here. I I heard this man walking around and heard these bubbling sounds, and one day, I hear him finally come in, and uh, I see him go over to this beautiful locked cabinet, which I would always see him go over to, but I never knew what was inside it. Or, or why a man who lived so high in a tower would have a, a huge, beautiful locked cabinet that he'd never take anything out of. So finally I decide that the time has come where I've eaten all the bread out of the cabinet, I've found all the moldy cheese I could, and I ate a few like of the insects. You were like a raccoon that snuck into a bakery? <laughs> I lived like this for years. No, it was just a few weeks. But... Uh, <laughs> But it worked, let me tell you. So anyway, one day this, this man goes out and I proceed to look around even more than usual. And I see that he has some books and some potions and some some strange things that are bubbling and they smell amazing. So I have a little sip of one and a little, a little nip of the other. And I'm feeling high on life, so I assume. 
And uh, I think it's time that we finally start to go into this cabinet. So I look everywhere I can for some sort of a key, which is when I discover that I think from all the books that he has around, unfortunately, you know, the whole reading thing, not my uh, strong soup. I think they were spell books. I think this man was some sort of a wizard. And, and by that, I know that because on the inside of one of the books, it had his name. His name was Wizard Lord Tinderdick. Uh, I, I, I'm so enthralled by this, this heavy book and his beautiful cabinet looking for this key that I don't hear behind me him walking up the stairs step by step. Um, Stilton and I are, like, sitting with bated breath, holding on to each other, eating sausage. <laughs> a little salami. <laughs> Forgotten about inventory. <laughs> no count is being taken now. So I turned around in such a haste, and before I could do anything, I was frozen in place by Lord Tinderdick. I was, I was so scared because this is the first time that I had ever been caught in the act of being Graham. Eventually, I, I'm able to break out of the spell. Right after the the wizard, he leaves his tower again. He lets his guard down, and and so in a, in a sort of act of desperation, I, I don't know what else to do, but I know that this man's most valuable piece is probably in that cabinet. So instead of using the key, I I, I just take my little scrammy hands and I beat the glass as hard as I can, and lo and behold, a little chip starts, and and I do that for hours and hours and hours every day. Until it shatters. <laughs> oh my god, it's so funny. Like every day going back to the cabinet after he leaves and being like, ah! and then when he comes back running away from it, being like, uh, anything for you, sir? Like, can I help you? Exactly. My plan was working up until this point. So finally, one day, the glass finally shatters into a billion pieces all over the floor. So I, I grab the shard from within this cabinet. And I, I take it and as much gold as I could find in that room and a beautiful robe hanging in the corner. And from there, I run as fast as I can down this stupid little tower and out of this stupid little town. Were you naked before you took the wizard's robe? Were you I just was. a naked goblin? I was. That's <laughs> okay. all you got from the story, Zola. Come on. <laughs> so that's how you got the shard. It's unspoken. Gunk, nasty. But you're right, I was naked. And then when, so how long was that before we met? That was probably, I don't know, maybe I was walking on that trail for for a few days. By walking, I mean sprinting as fast as I could. Just a few days, probably no no less, no more than a week. So he's after you. Oh. Um, you know, I, I don't know if he's a spiteful man, but, but I'd be hard-pressed to say that he was not after mm. me. Men with um, gold and jewels and towers. And bread. Generally spiteful. Mm. Oh, I took a lot of bread. He's never getting it back. <laughs> well, he'll never get that the bread The most back. valuable he'll piece from that. The shard is something, but the bread. Um, I realize I just sat down and I start um, counting again really fast. One, two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> Are you guys almost done down there? Yeah, there's like some sausage and shit. Oh, shit. I totally forgot. No, it's okay. I'll, go- I'll cover you. Oh, thanks, bud. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess in a way he he could be he could be hunting after me, but um, but I don't know if he ever got a clear look at me when he you know froze me in place and had me standing in the middle of his living room. I, maybe he didn't get a good look at my face. Maybe. So you have no idea what the shard does, and he was he had it behind. I mean, th- sounds like thick thick glass. Oh, it, it was 
It was thick glass. It was thick. That was some thick glass right there. Okay, well, um, I guess um, that kind of makes me a little bit more scared to use the shard, but I guess it hasn't done anything too terrible so far. Well, that's why I was so nervous to use it at first. And friggin' Priya was telling me to use it left and right every chance, but I don't know what it's going to do to me or, or to us. I mean, if you recall, my favorite bag was thrown into the cosmos. Was sent to the moon, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, so here, let me tell you the story. So he took you out a took shard. another five minutes to tell the story of the bag getting shot into space. Oh, yeah, I just tell still an Iron Ventures up till now. Like, oh, yeah. All right, still, now, now it's Zola's story time. <laughs> So I had a really hot GF. Oh. <laughs> well, thanks for telling me that, Scram. I know you, you're kind of hard to pin down sometimes, but it makes me feel closer to you to know, like, what you're going through right now. Like, you can trust me. And I just want you to know that I'm really glad that I met you, and I'm glad you don't have to hide in bread cabinets anymore, and I'm, I'm glad you don't have to steal and be on the run. And, um, and Scram, um... I love you. I'm really glad we met. I pick him up and I squeeze him. Oh! You squeeze, uh, you with your 20 strength, now you break him in half. I'll protect you from Tinder Dick. <laughs> That's a crazy name, by the way. Oh. Who, who came Can up with that believe? kind of name? Oh. Like, who oh. has that name? <laughs> I'm glad you don't have to be on the run anymore. I mean, we're kind of on the run. We definitely got thrown out of my town, but you're on the run from something different now. Well, I, I, I definitely... Don't think of myself as on the run, but just running all the time. Um, you know, I I I, 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 I don't want you to worry there, Zola, but, but um, but you should probably be worried. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I guess we should probably um actually count this stuff now. <laughs> uh, oh, I I counted this stuff like fifteen minutes ago. I, I know how much is here already. Oh, okay. oh my god. <laughs> um. So yeah, you guys finish up counting. Um, and towards the end, pretty much right when you're about to get to your crate, the one where you stuffed your stuff in, um, you hear a call from above. Ship ahead, Captain! You guys, ahead. You guys run above deck, and you see everyone has frozen in place. Pick up Scram. <laughs> Go on, Scram. Tear him up the stairs. <laughs> you head up to the main deck, and you see everyone is frozen in place. They've all turned their attention forward to where you can now see, looming from the fog, a large dark galley with three torn black sails. Frozen in place magically or frozen in place um, emotionally? Emotionally. Okay. Yes, emotionally. Um, I check to see if everyone's breathing. What's everyone's emotional frozen health in here? A... It's okay. Uh, you don't have to press your fingers to my, my pulse. I'm okay. I'm just, this is quite an alarming Quince, thing. wake up. Quince, like, whoa, you're whoa. so cool, Quince. Oh, oh, thank you, Scram. Yeah, you see... Up ahead of you is this large, dark galley with three torn black sails. It floats completely still in the water, um, and the waves around you have slowed nearly to a complete stop. It's very, very quiet here. Um, Mascar steps forward. Bring in the sails! Immediately, the three Muscatines scamper up the rigging, pulling the sails in to slow the ship as you approach this strange vessel. Do I see anything on the flags? Give me a perception Or, or the check. sails? Yeah. Scram, you can give me a perception check, too. Ooh, here we go. Eight. Second eight. eight. <laughs> Rolling really well today. Can we see any markings? Do you guys see anything? Ah, uh, pretty foggy. I might need glasses when we get to the Empire, when we get to the capital. <laughs> um, with, we can probably work on that. 
Uh, with my 18, do I see anything? You see, this this ship looks incredibly old. Um, pre-war, in fact, I would say. Maybe right at the start or right in the midst of it. Uh, the wood is old and rotten. Barnacles and algae cover the sides, crawling up all the way to the edge of the railing. There are parts of the ship that are shattered. Areas where the taffrail, the handrail surrounding the ship, has been completely blown away. Uh, and you actually do see there's a few holes in the higher part of the hull as well. Ooh. One, unfortunately, is placed right where the ship's name would be. You see the sails are rags, mostly translucent, kind of filled with holes, worn from years of storm. Um, at this point, the two vessels are about 20 feet apart. So from this view, you can kind of see it's... The colors are like black and green. That is like the main theme here. You still, just from looking, even with that high of a perception, you don't necessarily see anything specific. Is there a crew? Do we see any crew bustling on the ship? It looks like it's completely abandoned. You see um, Captain Styx looks forward. Hmm. hmm. Captain, that's a ghost ship if I've seen any. Is there an anchor? Is the anchor down? Yeah, it's a ghost. Or is it just floating in the same place by itself? Um, with with Scram's perception check, you definitely see there's no anchor down. It is fully just full stop. Um, you see Captain Sticks is still eyeing it very curiously. Um, Mr. McGreevy leans over to you. Another classic fiddle detour. Um, Captain, this um, ship is pretty fucky, I think. Mm. Um, I'd recommend if you plan on going aboard, bringing me as your personal bodyguard. And I kind of grab the hilt of my sword and wink at her, and I flex my muscles that have grown overnight. <laughs> you look stronger. Have you been doing pull-ups? Yeah, the Muscatinis have been teaching me a little bit about the ropes, so Damn, that's just been... Zola. Looking swole. Been, been helping. It's, it, oh. <laughs> I'm not flexing. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I... This is normal. This It seems very normal. You should see me flex. Um, scramblings into Mr. McGreeby. Uh, does Captain take you on detours often? Yeah, I was saying this to your, your friend here. Uh, pretty normal occurrence that we get sidetracked by, I guess she would call them fun little gifts, but to mm. me, they're they're often misadventures. Uh, you see, as he says that, she shoots a look at him and he's like, <laughs> and like wanders back to the helm of the ship. Scram, I'm really poor. I searched treasure on there. I need this. It seems like the gods have left a little gift for us privateers. Let's board and see if there's anything left worth taking. We could always use the wood for repairs, if nothing else. Arami, Dart, Liar, and Sothi bring the sails completely in, and Quince, Nella, and Zarum prepare us for boarding. Mascar, go alert Ciceros and make sure the crew's ready for whatever might pop out. And you two, she turns back at you. Yeah. Ready to find out what it means to be a member of the crew? Most definitely. Aye, aye, Captain. Um, Captain, I have been, um, I don't know if you've, um, met my companion, um, Stilton, and <laughs> Stilton runs out from underneath my armor. Oh, wow. Um, have you been keeping that poor animal inside of your armor this whole time? Oh, no, he likes to go in there. He, um, likes to, um, take naps in between my, well, anyway. Oh, well. Um, um maybe right. Stilton has some pretty sharp eyes. Maybe, um, you know, he can run ahead once we get onto the ship or something, exam- examine the hull or something, make sure that there's no, um, unpleasant surprises. That's a great idea. If you can communicate with this little, little weasel, and by the way, we did meet, um, when you first came into my cabin. <laughs> okay, yes. okay. <laughs> um, but if, if Stilton, if you're okay with traveling by yourself a little bit in, in the ship, then I fully support it. Thanks for checking on him. 
Oh, he's really cute. Stilton, are you okay with that? Are you ready for a little bit of an adventure? Um, so about at this time, the crew has rushed into action, and in moments, the Feral Free has slowed to a stop not far from this abandoned ship. Now that you're closer, you see again, this is... This ship is shockingly old. It should not be on the sea right now. With with the amount of wear and tear on it, with just the, like, again, pre-war, that's almost 20 or so years. It's a very old. Mr. McGreevy, yeah, yeah. does this look seaworthy to you? Well, I suppose if there's nothing in the bottom, it could stay up, but I'm. it's just shocking with all the storms that come through that it wouldn't be torn apart. Yep, this is hmm. feeling like a ghost Seems ship. Seems like a ghost ship for sure. But that's not going to stop us, is it, Mr. McGreevy? Oh, no, no, ma'am. Um, You're not superstitious, are you, Mr. McGreevy? No, uh, not superstitious. <laughs> you see, he gets He's like fingering a... fingering a little pendant. He's <laughs> <laughs> like rubbing a small talisman and staring <laughs> off into the distance. With his, um, The talisman comes out of his one of his robot arms and it kind of like... He like rubs it against his chest. I he has robot arms. Yep, he is mostly robot. So you guys are now about twenty feet apart. You see Nella, Quince, Mr. McGreeby. They grab some grappling hooks, toss them over to the other side. Um, Quince, you see his misses. They uh, once they are hooked in, though, they tie them down and pull the ships a little bit closer together. As the halflings, um, Dart specifically, turns to his brother and whispers to them in halfling to grab the gangplank. Um, once they've acquired that, they set it out, and it, you see this um, thin board between the two ships, the dark water swirling below. All right. Go ahead, still in. <laughs> put, him on the, put him on the plank. <laughs> um, he crawls back up onto your shoulder for a second and bumps heads with you, and the moment you bump heads, you, you like, blink, and you're looking at yourself. Whoa. <laughs> and then hops down. Um, Zola just has like completely washed over like green eyes, like vacant. <laughs> yeah, vacant, eyes. very just like zombie. <laughs> Captain Six is like, hello, waving her hand in front of your face. Um, but Scram, you notice still in, scramble down her body and then begin to cross the wooden plank. Bye, Stilton. Be safe, buddy. I miss you. Bye-bye. Um, hmm. You see, um, looking through Stilton's eyes, um, you see that it is shaped a lot like the ship that you're currently on. They're um, you know, it's the same kind of, there's like a forecastle where you see a, a broken ballista, um, the helm with a, a, the steering wheel that is quite, quite old, covered in algae. Um, Stilton is kind of walking, it's very damp on his paws, and you can feel that being able to work through him. It's, it's kind of like, it's like walking almost mm, on moss. weird having paws. <laughs> oh. Um, <laughs> eyes up, Stilton, be aware. <laughs> Um, you see Stilton wanders around. Where are you looking to send him? You see there is um, the same as your ship. There is like a captain's quarters and a room, ne- uh, another door next to that. Ooh, um, I wonder what room. the interior design of that captain's quarter is. Yeah, I think I just want to send him into the um, down into the lower deck just so that he can. Um, I just want to see, like, are the doors open? Does it seem like there are like signs of life are there like cobwebs does it or like do i see footsteps or shadows beneath the doors i don't want him to go in any rooms got it just want him to look below and be like are there people living on this ship okay so yeah he scrambles about um he looks the doors on this level are all closed he like peers under the door no movement no shadows no lights um and also by just looking at it you see there doesn't seem to be any lights on you know like looking through it 
Um, he scrambles back, looks at the bow of the ship. Another, these doors are actually a little creaked open, so he peers in and pretty much he sees it's an absolute mess in here. Scraps of clothing, debris, mm. definitely signs of a struggle, but definitely vacant. Okay. Um, he would obviously have to go in and look further for anything else, but yeah. he turns around following your instructions um, and begins to head towards the set of stairs underneath this like wooden grate hatch that he just slips through um, and scrambles down. You watch as he walks into the lower deck, um, the second of the three. Here it is equally as ransacked. There are shattered crates and other debris scattered across the floor. You um, Obviously he clocks those holes in the actual hull that you can see mm -hmm. from the outside. Clear damage. Um, you see that the doors are actually open or like broken off their hinges. Okay. You in again, without going into any of the rooms, you see that there are empty hammocks, some are torn down, some more debris, um, still in smells, just like a it's mildew, mold, general decay. Um, it's the algae has definitely grown even more in here, spreading up the walls and into the corners and cracks, but again, no bodies. Okay. I think at this point I call him back. Bye bye. Um, scrambles back up through the um, back onto the deck of the ship and bounds over across the gangplank and hops on your shoulder. I give him a lot of tiny little kisses. <laughs> I tell everyone, uh, you know, the deck and the first lower deck seem pretty empty. There's definitely a struggle here, mm. um, but I don't really see like, you know, there's no bodies floating in the water. Like, um, I do not see anything either. Mascar looking over the side of the ship. These ships, hmm. And no dead bodies. It seems weird that they would just be able to leave unless they got on their rowboat. Do I see a rowboat? Is the, like, lifeboat on the deck? Um, or would the ship not have one? You look and you don't see a lifeboat. Okay. Um, Maybe you... they rowed away, but it's, I mean, that's a long way to row. We're in the middle of the ocean. Yeah, and it's also, I'll say this, again, it's a very similar style ship to yours, and unfortunately there is no rowboat here. Whether that's because okay. Captain Sticks is too cheap for one, or or if it was used, or if it never had one, but okay. yeah, so it's possible that they someone rode away, or it's possible this never had one. Hard for a lot of people to disappear um, in the middle of the sea and not have any blood, any bodies, um, any bodies in the water. I would think that something maybe supernatural happened here, Captain. I wouldn't put it past. The seas are very strange. Hmm. All right. Well, that doesn't bother me. I want to see what's on board. Who's with me? And you see pretty much the entire crew takes a big step back, <laughs> Mascar included. No offense, ma'am, but uh, something about this ship irks me, rubs me the wrong way. All right. Scaredy pants. What well, is that? Nothing. If the captain goes down with the ship, I go down with the captain. Hmm. I like that. Follow me. Um, uh, Scram? I, I don't like that, Zola. I don't want you to go down with the ship. <laughs> don't, be throw, don't be throwing your life out there like that. Don't worry. I can swim. <laughs> okay. Uh, Scram, you here. She hands you a little life preserver that they have on the ship. You can carry this with you the whole time in case the ship does go down and you will have something to float on, okay? It's huge. Right? It's absolutely like a, it's like an inner Compared to my body. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you. Are we going to try to, are we, a uh, uh, captain? Yes, Scrum? Are we going to try to sneak on there? Are we going to try to do anything special? Or are we just going to walk right on like we own the boat? I think it would be best to be sneaky. Let's try and stealth aboard. Um, I'll hang back then. I've got your back, Captain. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> you were before saying that you would immediately be with me, but that's Wait. fine. No, no, no. I just mean I'm I'm standing You're behind not you. Going oh, I'm not, right. No, no, no. I'm going. Sorry, hang back was the wrong terminology. I I got your back, Captain. All right, that makes a little <laughs> bit more sense. But to me. you take the lead on the stealth thing because I'm huge. Sounds good to and me. I'm, my sword glows. So right, that would probably give us away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so you see, she steps gracefully up onto the gangplank and easily cartwheels over to the main deck, barely making a single Ooh, noise. Wow. Um, she pops up, um, smiles a grin back at you, twisting the copper wire you now see around her finger, and you hear in your minds as she casts the message spell, eyes up. As I told Stilton, just make sure you're aware. Let's communicate by message from now on. Got it? Got it. I say out loud. <laughs> All right. Let's try it one more time. Got We're going to communicate by message. You may respond to this message. Forgot about that part of the spell. I don't have I don't have the spell, so. Totally okay. Um, I will message you and Scram, I believe you have message, correct? Uh, yes, I will be messaging you, but data rates may apply. <laughs> we'll negotiate something later. Okay. Um. So you guys, as you cross over to the ship, why don't you all give me a stealth check? Alrighty. What if I refuse? If you refuse, that's fine. What you if, will just not be stealthing. What if I'm so stealthy I'm already on the deck? Well, let's roll for it, just in case. Mm. Wow. I got a six. Okay. I have not rolled above a ten, really. I will, here, if you want to borrow hour. any one of these d20s I got here. But these are my Zola dice. <laughs> hey, guess what I got? What'd you get, Scram? I got a six. Oh, <laughs> goodness. You walk across the board. It's like creaking really loudly. You hop down, not at all careful, just slamming onto the board. Everyone on the other side winces as they watch you land. Captain Sticks, who is again still standing there like she just finished her it's gymnastics like a huge, routine. <laughs> huge part of the ship falls away under her. I put oh, my hand on the rail on the and it rail just and it crumples <laughs> into the yeah. sea. Mm. All right. Well, oh, not touching anything from now on. Well, well, you know, it's honestly, you said Stilton didn't see anyone. So we'll just assume that if they're here, they're on the very, they're in the hull and they didn't hear any of that. Well, what if they're here and they could see us, but we can't see them? Well then, Scram, I guess we have to be extra careful, huh? Well, I guess. All right, follow me. Why don't you guys look through um, the rooms in the bow of the ship? I'll check out the captain's quarters, see if there's anything interesting. Great. Captain, please remind me which part is the bow. The bow is the front. Great. They no could problem. just call it that, but whatever. I know. <laughs> Listen, I, I had to learn all this terminology when I was on board with my father, and I I was always for renaming things to what they would actually be in, in, in real life. It just life. seems antiquated. I mean, we, language adapts and evolves, and it just seems like we could just say left and right instead of, you know, whatever. Uh, whatever, I'll look. You guys can roll investigation checks as you look through the ship. Um, can, Stil- can Stilton give me the help action? Stilton will do- indeed be helping you. Oh, yeah, baby. 21. Got a 21, and what'd you get, Scram? That's a nine. Ooh. Thanks for the new guys, Noah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Scram, you, um, you're just sifting through stuff. I Again, pick up a piece of wood. Is... It's wood. Excellent. A, a message comes into your head from Captain Sticks. Excellent job, Scram. But again, if you don't mind not just saying things out loud whenever you find something, that would oh, be fantastic. That's right. I'm sorry. Now I message. Uh, hey, hey there, Captain. It's, it's Scram. Oh, hey, Scram. Oh, What's hey, up? It's me, Scram, Captain. I just want to let you know that the, the wood looks like it's made of, uh, the boat is made of wood. The, the boat's wow. made of wood. Yeah. Are you guys messaging without me? Uh, oh. Messages you. You honestly don't want to be a part of this. Okay, hey, Zola, um, I just was letting scr- the captain know that it's uh, the boat's made of wood. 
So this is one of those moments where you guys are just messaging at each over. Other. <laughs> like, it's like constant conversations in your head, but just staring at each other. Um, all right. It's um, all wood. Scram, why don't you put that in one of your pouches, and why don't we keep looking? All right. Um, you, Zola, you find chunks of wood have definitely been, like, cut into from blades. Like, this, whatever happened here, it was not just a simple skirmish. It looks like everyone on board was involved. It's very strange not to find any bodies here. You do find a few scraps of clothing um, that are kind of this dark greenish color. Uh, you do find a dagger. Um, it is covered in dried blood. And as you inspect it, you realize the symbol on the hilt of it matches the one on your mother's sword. <gasps> Captain. Double gas. Whose ar- who's armies wear green? I, I message her. Um, well, currently no armies because everyone's under the control of the empire, but hmm. But whose armies wore green? She's going to roll a history check. Well, um, I would say that would be the armies of the First Might, the, well, I guess the antagonists in the War of the Mare Mara. Um, I think I do not um, mention um, that, like, the symbol matches mm-hmm. my sword, but I think I show the dagger with the dried blood and kind of cover up the symbol with my hand a little bit mm. and say, this kind of looks like, um, looks like it was forged... Maybe, um, maybe by orcs. Or maybe, maybe where my sword was. Hmm. It is an interesting craft here. It's definitely well made, but not by dwarvish hands. And they tend to make the strongest materials. Um, hmm. Potentially orc. I definitely want uh, Mascar to check it out. You'd be able to get a better read on it probably in that way. Okay. I'll hold on to it and show it to Mascar. All right. You can add a plus two dagger to your inventory. <gasps> um, <laughs> good find. I start messaging Zola. And Zola only. This this hilt has the symbol that my that my mom's sword has on it. Again, the same symbol that we saw in the Underdark. I think I might be getting closer to that dream. What was the name of the um the the, the person you're supposed to find what if it's not a person but a thing oh a gravedigger could be a name for a sword or a ship or a ship (laughs) (laughs) or a ship you audibly laugh and cabin six looks at you both and goes are you now messaging without me no no captain no just just I just stubbed my toe, and, and, and Zola was laughing at me. I think it's funny when he does that dance. <laughs> wow. Well, Zola would be nicer to scram if he hurts himself. No, Stilton started it. <laughs> yeah, um, geez, Stilton's Zola. like... <laughs> All of you, relax. This is what I found in the captain's quarters. Um, she rolls out what looks to be a very old map. This kind of, Ooh. it's like worn at the edges. It's clearly faded. Um, and as you inspect it, you see that the nations that surround the Mare Mara are vastly different. Um, normally, this would all be the territory of the empire with the jungles of the Veridantes in the south and the Ouroboros Mountains in the north. But what you do see is a number of nations Formaggi, Lioniel, Opulus, the free people of the West. There are dots on the maps marking locations written in two languages, um, one of which you do recognize as Orcish. The other you do not recognize. You can roll a history check if you'd like to figure it out, but yeah. and same to you, Scram, if you want to do a little history check. Yeah, I, uh, um, 16. I love history. 16. You, unfortunately, it, it looks 
it's, it looks a little sinister maybe, but it's hard to, you don't know, you've never seen this language before in your life. Um, and Scram, what did you get? I got an eight. An eight? Scram, you cannot read, so that fully tracks. Right. <laughs> should have said hey, that from uh, the start. Zola, this looks like writing. This wow. is writing. Um, some of this is in Orcish, um, or what I think is Orcish. Um, I don't, does Moscar speak Orcish, Captain? Uh, yes, he does. Okay. He's, he's originally from the north. Okay, so I don't know what this other language is, though. Have you ever seen this before? I've never seen this before, but if hmm, if Orcish is with it, then Mascar probably would have a better feel for it. Um, hmm, she stares at it a little bit more. Formaji was the old Orcish nation, so I don't know if there's anything to mm. that. I don't know if there's any connections to the language and that, but let's ch- we can check in with Mascar once we get back aboard. Okay. I'm getting a weird I'm getting a weird feeling about about this below deck area and the the I'm shard's been weird acting weird too. too in my pocket. Um can I do a check to see if there's anything around the around the ship or if anything magical seems to be happening? Sure. You like take out the shard and using it like almost like a metal detector kind of start walking around seeing if it's glowing anywhere. Give me either an arcana or investigation check. I'm picturing right. you on the beach in the future <laughs> using the shard to find shit in the sand. I've <laughs> got a Hawaiian artifacts. shirt on. <laughs> Hawaiian robe. All right. That is a nine. Nine. Oh, my gosh. What is with this us? Is this, yeah, this, this is fantastic. This is a terrible day today. Seven, eight, nine. This episode was brought to you by the numbers all below ten. <laughs> um, you look around. The shard is glowing. It is It is thrumming, but it is not doing anything significantly different on this deck right now. Um, obviously, you're only inspecting the, the top deck right now. Um, you see, by the way, the rest of the crew is truly... They are supposed to be, like, being aware, like, being ready for anything, but they're all just lounging around right now, yeah. just watching you guys inspect room to room. Um, so right now, no, you don't sense anything. I look at Captain Sticks. Message me, please. What can I do for you? Captain Sticks, I've kept my cards close to my hand, but I feel like I can trust you right now. Something about this boat, I don't know, I think it might be, I think it might be connected to, to me, maybe? Hmm. Any reason you would think that? Um, I mean, you're half-orc, so it's possible your people came from Fumaji. Right. I don't know. I've been having weird dreams since I got on the ship, and, well, I don't know. The, there are some symbols, and there's just a lot lining up, okay? I'm, I don't want to sound, like, crazy, but there's just a lot of... There's a lot of... There's just an energy that I'm getting. Hmm. Things seem to be aligning, strangely. If you're a little scared, you can go back to the other ship. I'm, I'm not. I won't hold it against you. If it's not fit. scared, Captain. I'm. I'm curious, but mm. I want you to know. Thank you for letting me know. Definitely good information to have, especially on a ship like this. Should we go deeper? Let's go deeper. What do you think, Scram? She messages you. Uh, I I don't know. I'm a little unsure. Usually, I'd say yes, but something's not right. Scram, maybe your shard is telling you to. To push against that fear. Maybe it's buzzing because it's close to something good and you need to keep going deeper with us. That's true. Maybe I Plus, I need your sneaky skills, buddy. Look at me. I'm this great big lumbering oaf. You got to help me sneak around. (laughs) Okay. We need your stats. All right. Stats? (laughs) We got this. We need you. Stat. Oh, okay. That makes more sense to me. Um, All right. I'll head down first. Um, She 
lifts the wooden grate slightly. Um, it's kind of caught. Uh, Zola, do you mind giving me a hand with this? Sure. Uh, give me an athletics check. That is a 23. A 23. You Got rip the hatch <laughs> from, the, from the deck. It splinters as you literally pull it into the air. I toss Captain it Six. behind me. <laughs> you toss it. Captain Six has to let go. Otherwise, she will be tossed as well. Holy. Oh, my goodness. I'm Jeez. good for one thing, Captain. Wow. Actually, yes. two things. And I wink. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Um... I'll go first. She kind of slides down the railing going down um, and looks around. Messages back up to you, Scram. Seems all clear, Scram. I don't think you have anything to be afraid of just yet. Uh, okay. I'll protect you. Don't worry, Scram. Here we go. And so I, 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 I slide down. You slide down? Okay, yeah. Give me an acrobatics check. Okay. Oh, yeah. I got a 15 on there. 15 you nimbly hop up onto the banister that's still there (laughs) and of course it's for this um you slide over these stairs and as you slide over you actually realize that these it was a good thing that you did this these stairs look incredibly rickety Mm -hmm. you're not really sure what weight they could hold it's very possible they could break under someone okay um so scram you glean that as you as you land on the Onto Excellent. the lower deck. I toss Stilton down to Scram. Got him. Catches it in your arms. Um, and Zola, will you give... If you're going down this, you kind of see how rickety it is now. Give me... Yeah, I think I scoot on my butt. Yeah, give me an acrobatics check. Okay. <gasps> Nat 20. Oh, you get into position and vault your way down the stairs. <laughs> um, this is episode... This episode is proof that Noah has um, rigged dice. I have I just want to say it. <laughs> Switch dice and now you're rolling excellently. <laughs> Um, I do, I cook them intensely. I, you know, almost (laughs) overcook them. Um, So again, you guys enter down here and just like before, you smell it reeks of mildew and mold and decay. Well, it smells delicious down here. the space. Yeah, Scram to you, this is like a feast. I fashion everyone little bandanas so we're not breathing in mold. (laughs) No, Scram. I don't think anyone's cooking anything. Scram, it's poison. Um, She ties the mask on. Very important to wear your mask. Mask Looks up. into camera. <laughs> Mask up, Emeralia. <laughs> um, Can we get fan art of Zolenskram and Silver wearing all masks? <laughs> um, so yeah, you guys are on the lower deck now. If you want to look around here, you can give me an investigation check, or if you want to just keep going down to the hole, we can go down there. I think the I'm just trying to, like, rather than looking for stuff, I trust that Captain Sticks will suss out treasure. I'm looking for the story of the ship. I want to see, like, every sword slash in the wood, every, like, dropped article of clothing. Like, I'm okay. trying to put together what happened here, what foe they might have encountered. Give me an investigation check. Uh, and Scram, what are you looking for? Uh, I, I'm having a little bit of anxiety, and uh, I'm still worried about this ship. I just have a really weird feeling about it. Um, so I, I, I just like to stealth around and kind of look around the ship. Not necessarily okay, do any right. investigating, but just sneak around and, and look. Okay. Um, are you going to head down below deck, or are you going to just check out this floor? Down below deck, for sure. Okay, so we are going to start with you, Zola. I got a 16. Uh, with a 16, um, you scan around, inspecting the lower deck. You find, again, many signs of struggle, broken boards, crates, cuts into the wood from blades that went astray. No bodies. This place has clearly been cleared out. Have, um, Captain, have you ever seen a ship fight that went below deck? 
you're not wrong. There definitely seems something going on here. If I had to guess, it either a skirmish broke out on deck. It seems like mutiny, right? Yeah, it either was mutiny or someone coming far below deck to get something to like raid. Yeah. You know, like some like like not that I would do this, but if I were a pirate, perhaps I would fight down fight down deck. all the way down below deck to get things. Okay, not, okay. again, that's true. Not a pirate, privateer, very different, but. It's possible. I would say all these are worth considering. Okay. Um, you also, as you look, you see um, one piece of cloth on the ground that definitely is different from everything else you've seen so far. So again, you've seen like hammocks and like t right. faded blankets and those green and black kind of scraps of clothing. This looks blue and Ooh, silver. This seems like external. Yes. I'd this pick is... it up and show it to Captain Sticks. Does this remind you of anything? Hmm. Why don't you give me a history check with advantage as she helps you? Uh, 19. 19. You, royal blue is not a color often seen. Uh, it's not only very rare in natural dyes, but it is right. also, um, it is just a color that seems just very rare in the empire. People don't really wear it. Um, and it is also something that is pricey when trying to magically charm for some reason. You think back to uh, when you were reading your old edition of Ambledorth's Almanac, and remember, there were other nations that used to surround the Mar Emara, and that the Emperor took control through a nation called Leoniel. So mm -hmm. their colors were blue and silver before he took over. Captain, you ever, you ever heard of old Leoniel? Yes, when I was, I was young, I wasn't sailing the Mar Emara at that time, but back when there were many nations surrounding it that it was one of the bigger ones it was probably the most prominent um probably most stereotypical kind of kingdom too they had a pretty straightforward monarchy so this ship somehow has weathered the seas for what i mean 40 it, 30 it, years i would say between 20 and 30 years yeah seems like it yeah there's something fishy here hmm. i tuck the piece the scrap of cloth into my pocket as you do that, we're going to jump over to Scram. Scram, you move slowly down the stairs into the hold of the ship, the weary wood cracking underneath your feet. And you see that as you approach this door um, that is at the bottom leading into the hold, there is a green light emanating from underneath it. It's very dull. It's very faint. But you do sense it. You open this door slowly. And the first thing you see is that you're facing the stern. Um, like you're, you're basically looking towards the back of the boat we'll say that you're looking towards the back of the boat um a wall with an open door showing a room completely full of shattered debris like as if some sort of like explosion went off in here um you also see lying on the ground the first body that you have seen this entire time it looks to be a silver and blue robe skeleton crumpled in a heap I cover Silton's eyes <laughs> uh you're still technically above deck right now oh sorry 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 um but you will definitely be doing that still will be scared um this this um seems to be covered in algae as if it's been preserved in a way because of that um it's very rotten down here it again reeks of mildew and mold and you see that algae at this point is no longer just like big patches it has covered the entire room the walls, the ceiling, everything is covered in this mold and algae. And again, you, you would, in order to see more of the room, like you're facing the back of the boat, you'd have to go around the corner to look at the rest of the hold. Can I see Zola or um, the captain? Um, they're not like within view because of just where they are in the, in the, 
the deck, but they are within Probably range messaging. of message. And I think oh, that if okay. you've seen and know someone, I think if you don't know the person, you have to see them. I, I might be wrong, but I think if you no, know them, true. you can. You can point through the like floor and talk to us. Just like, like pointing yeah. and guessing if that. <laughs> it was like, hear me? Do you hear me? Do you hear me? Uh, guys, guys, can you hear me? Can you hear me okay? Roger, really Roger. loud. Amazing. Can, actually, um, you don't have to shout so much when you're using We're oh, all in our minds. You sound like a dad uh, on so the phone sorry. in a Jeep. Um, I just wanted to tell... I, I found a body. What? Yeah. A live body? Live body? They're dead. They're dead. Oh, I, I, how long? I would say I found someone, but... A <laughs> body or a skeleton? body. It's a skeleton All right, oh, all right. Okay. Hold, hold there, Scram. Don't go any further. Uh, she looks at you. Better get down there. Better get down there. Um, you Still in, close your eyes. <laughs> covers his little eyes. Um, you guys head towards it. And again, as you walk down, the boards are soft. And they still creak under your feet. But it's that smell is getting stronger and stronger. Thank God you're wearing your masks. Again, mask up. Um, as you enter, you do open the door. And you see this skeleton covered in algae wearing these like tattered, worn old blue and silver robes um again you'd have to go around the corner in order to see the rest of the hold but from what you're seeing you see this back room covered in debris and then scram standing next to the skeleton hands on his hips like look what i found Zola just fearlessly um bends down and starts rifling through his pockets give me an investigation check is this how we do it captain sticks uh, a little more gentle, but that's fine. Dirty 20. Dirty 20. Nasty, filthy 20 as I search through A disgusting body. 20 as you <laughs> search through this body. Um, you find, as you're looking through, you look and you see right under where the skeleton's hand is, right under its finger, you see it has spent its last moments carving the word run on the ground in the wood. You look through the body, you find an empty vial, probably maybe an old healing potion or something, completely dry, obviously. Um, you find a dagger, 15 gold, 7 silver, uh, 4 copper, and you scram like you're helping at this point. You guys pull at the same time. You pull up this golden amulet that has a carving on the front of it of two hands kind of open holding a sun. Um, and as you're looking at this, Captain Six bends over and pulls out um, a very soggy book. She shakes it, getting some water off of it. She messages you guys. Looks like a spell book. This guy was a caster. Captain, no offense. Um, I think that we should um, pocket the stuff and look at it later. And I bring her attention to the run. Um, I say, if something is still on this ship, mm. maybe we should be aware of it. Should we look at the rest of this room? Exciting. Yes, definitely. Um, she spins <laughs> yeah, turning. Yeah, exciting is a word. <laughs> um, she turns and looks around the corner. Oh. Uh-oh. Um, I turn around. <laughs> you guys turn, look around the corner too. And what you see is very unnerving again there is greenery sprouting all over in a very thick layer like it it's it, from where you are it too was covering thick. ground but too thick this is like maybe an inch or two of mold and gra like greenery it's we are gonna die early so gang. good in my feet <laughs> oh scram don't step on it like that <laughs> Um, you're looking uh, at, you see, it's like a carpet. It's a meadow of mold. And from this distance, you can I only see that this, this blanket of decay extends across the entire hold, covering broken boxes and barrels. And it ends right at the closed door at the end of the room. Um, it's about 30 feet away from you guys. You now see the green light that was coming through. 
it seems to be emanating from these little mushrooms that have sprouted up, just bioluminescence lighting the space. I want to take my um the dagger that I just found and kind of scrape aside some of the mold and see if it is like if it grows back, if it's like magical mold, like magical algae and moss, or if it seems just natural. Okay. Like, like uh, plunk away a little chunk with my dagger and see what happens. You wedge your dagger underneath it and clunk it out. Um, I need you to give me a constitution saving throw. <gasps> no. <laughs> um, I don't know if you should touch that <laughs> as this cloud of spores emanates in the Fuck. air. Um, oh, Scram runs over with a, a little piece of bread that he's been saving and tries to like scoop some of the, <laughs> the stuff out of the air onto the bread. Are you going to eat it? I'm going to eat it real good. Scram, don't eat that. I Come on, Zola. It's a little I send Stilton to knock it out of his. Stilton jumps up and knocks the bread out of um, your hands oh, as on. you Y'all begin to no feel fun. waves of nausea swimming over you. <laughs> your head throbs. Your vision almost seems to have like a delay in it. That was going to be it's delicious. It's kind of like you're tripping, but also you're definitely sick. This um, is definitely like when Paddlewick had Ergo. <laughs> oh my god. Um, you are currently poisoned. Um, you had disadvantage on attacks and ability checks. Alright, poisoned. Yeah, Scram, please don't eat that. I feel like um, if I eat it, I don't know it, if I'm you see this, but up. your friend here has just your friend here has just went from a shade of green gray to a shade of very light gray and i don't know orcs that well but that seems very bad i, I don't feel know. Bad. i feel like it'll it'll add an advantage or something to me if i eat it you know scram if you're that adventurous feel free to take a bite I'm but right. i myself i'm gonna do my best to avoid it didn't this. um give me I'm damage okay. yet did uh, no damage hungry, so but just the poison condition okay. i'll save it for it's later. not worth it as they say the juice ain't worth the squeeze i'll, I'll add it for, i'll add it to some of the here. cooking later <laughs> All right, you see Captain Sticks makes a quick mental note to not let Flambe take that from you. Um, so you guys are kind of standing 30 feet away from this door, this blanket of algae before you. You now know that if you're breathing and you're going to be stepping on this, it's probably going to like poison you. Like, okay. I mean, maybe it won't affect you because you're already poisoned. Yeah. But like, you know that any of us, if, if Captain Sticks were to walk over without like covering her mouth or anything. In fact, I would say that if you guys cover your mouth also... Like, oh, we've got our masks on. You've got your masks on, okay. so, like, you should be... I lowered my mask. <laughs> <laughs> you lowered it just to take a good clean, clean look at it. Um, All right, everyone, Um, I think that this stuff kind of, like, explodes on impact, and I've got a bitchin' headache right now. Oh, this is a bad trip, y'all. We're gonna have to get you some... I'm sure I'm, I definitely have something in my quarter, so we'll get you something when we're back. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll be fine. Are but you sure? I just mean... If you're going to step on it, I, we need to take precautions because I don't want um, you to also feel like this. Very kind of you. Yep, hmm. you're welcome. So what's the plan? Are we going to look through the stuff here or do you guys want to go like check the room or are we heading back up? What do you want to do? I think we should try and get in as deep as we can. I agree. See what they were looking for if they got it. What do you think, Scram? Uh, yeah, I think that's a good idea. I, 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 just, right. we, I think we should proceed with caution. And by that... I mean, I can't think if I'm this hungry. <laughs> Scram, I, I absolutely beg you. I know I, I see you reaching for the bread again. Please, uh, just wait. I will get you a full meal. I know you skipped breakfast yeah, this morning. I will get you any. a full meal. Well, I mean, we uh, had, had a little snack, but... She pulls some almonds yeah, out of her pocket. Some have bar or something. Here, have some almonds. They're good for you. Okay. Uh, they look really gross. A magic grain bar. <laughs> a magic grain bar. All right, so everyone hold your breath. Um, keep your masks on this time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and Scram, 
you should be safe in Zola's arms, as you see Zola has picked you up. Um, I could probably hold you two Captain Sticks. You know, very un- a kind offer, but I think I'm okay. Okay. I, I, my legs work fine, thank you. She's got a tight grip. You know, these are all strange details to be giving your captain. <laughs> We're going to talk about this later, probably. Um, she, leading the way, covers her mask um, and begins to walk across. As she walks, you, and do, you do indeed see <laughs> just like puffs of these spores flying into the air. She is like... You can see her, like, wincing and trying not to breathe in at all. She gets to the other side and waves you guys over. You guys walk across, like, walking through these wisps and clouds of spores. Um, You eventually make it to the door, and you see that it is barely hanging on its hinges. Before we do anything more, could I... I, I, My shard has been coming in handy, and um, it's been acting weird today. So can I just take it out and see if if it... does anything or senses anything sometimes it can sense danger i think that's a great idea uh you pull out the shard you see by the way as you pull it out um captain sticks eyes widen um wow i didn't get to see it up close before it's beautiful thank you uh i will say uh, i'm very territorial of it i'm very tortolo i'm very territorial of it so he's really tortoloni of it yeah i know that that means I know that that is okay. <laughs> Our slang. Of That's slang territorial. for territorial. Yeah. Yep. Don't get too close, but uh, just look with your eyes, not your hands, as uh, as my father used to say. Another thing Scram's dad used to say. <laughs> Scram's dad is full of proverbs. Lock, there's a key. <laughs> and look with your eyes, not your hands. <laughs> these are such good phrases that yeah, father I guess would these say. These are things dads would say. Um. So you raise the shard to the door as because again, holding your breath still. Um, and you feel like at this point, it's like you, no matter what, if you don't go in this door, you're going to have to run breathe, back. Yeah. So you like either you go in the door, or you leave. So you raise the shard and you do see that it starts to buzz a little bit and vibrate in your hand and twist a little faster, kind of almost like it's glitching. You see, like you watch parts of it kind of like twist and like shift almost it's already a very unnatural thing but this looks almost like mechanical it's it's very strange this thing is trippy scram this is that's probably the the spores spores. it's uh it's it doesn't do this often let's go and i can't breathe any longer yes i'm about to i'm about to pass the fuck out so let's do this zola you push open the door um and you see inside that there this is a room full of decay but not the kind that you've seen before there's no mold in here there's no algae in here it is completely dry the only thing you do see is skeletons shattered all around you just piles of bones just as if they were blasted back in the center of this room nothing else besides these bones except for this old dry rickety looking wooden chest um it seems closed it's that's it though Captain, I think we found the crew, and it seems like they were real fucking scared of whatever was on deck. Mm, I really want to open that box. Mm. Mm. I mean, you've opened the most chests, probably, but um, I, I have mean, what indeed, if it's more mold? Winks at you. <laughs> See, now you're now you're winking. It just seemed like a good one-liner. You really left it open there. Okay. I mean. <laughs> uh, what's the worst that could happen if we if we open this chest? More mold? Perhaps. All right. We Maybe open more it. food? And we hold our breath. Um, as we're about to open it, I um, I cast Blade Ward on myself. All right. 
you draw a sigil in the air and immediately you feel this kind of objurative energy. I think I draw the symbol that's on my sword. Like I just kind of feel like um like a kind of like ancestral spiritual mm. thing in my body that like prompts me to like make the sign of the symbol in the air and like a little like green shimmer. Yeah, like almost like a little it like reflects slightly off of the green light behind you. All right. I'm going to use Mage Hand. Everyone stand back a little bit. Um, she closes the door behind you guys because of the spores. Mm-hmm. I've got my sword out. Um, you have the hand on your sword. You have the shard in your hand, Scram. She like reaches out. It would be sword. really funny if this is just a chest. Yeah. <laughs> um, she reaches a, spect- a hand out and a spectral hand emerges, um, flying forward and grasping the handle and flicking it up with ease. Um, you see it it was not locked at all the moment it opens gold pieces and gems start spilling out i hold scram back (laughs) scram you you almost can't help yourself your eyes go big you watch scrooge mcduck style um captain sticks eyes just like huge dollar signs (laughs) oh oh my lord oh take a deep breath get fiddle you got that's enough for a lifeboat right Hmm. We'll we'll see. I don't know if that's really still very necessary for the ship. But <laughs> all right, what's that? Um, you see, as the gold falls away, there is a single green gem that seems to be glowing slightly, sitting in the center of it. It, it what do you think? reminds me of of another gem I've seen once before. Is it the one you're literally holding in your hand right now? Oh my god! You knew, Scram. You look at the shard in your hand, and you see it has it has begun to shift a little bit more wildly just being in the presence of whatever this gem is it seems to be reacting um you, you smell burning ozone it's faint but it's it's as if this chart is kind of being oh, turned no. on by that's, this or like, you know it's like something's activating it that's slightly noxious to me i'm gonna go tell the crew what we found here maybe moscar should come over here i know he doesn't want to but i'm I there's think... no one alive on this ship not making it still just like looking at the gold she's like i think that when he sees this he might feel a little bit more comfortable i'll be right back she pulls up her mask mask on um mask on mask on (laughs) um and slowly makes her way through the room um she turns and messages you she's like be careful Mm -hmm. don't touch anything i'm not gonna touch it we're always careful i'm not gonna touch it scram she messages you specifically scram Uh, yes We'll just sit crips, crops, apple plops, and sit on our hands. There you go. Chris crops crops. down. Okay. I don't know if I've heard that before, but yes, do that. I will be right back. Um, She slowly, she ducks under the door so her like black antelope-like horns don't hit it. Um, And she makes her way to the end and you hear her footsteps as she continues up to the lower and then main deck. Um, You guys are in this room with this gold that is now essentially stopped spilling out of the chest, but is covering at least like three feet of the floor around it. It's actually almost as if there was like, it was stuffed to the brim somehow with gold and it just like exploded. Can I look at, um, like I'm sure in the um, currency of our empire, there's some kind of marking that says like where um, it was minted or like what year. Can I see if this is like current currency? Yeah, um, so give me an investigation check. Okay. Lots of those today. Um, and Scram, is there anything you want to do while you're in here? Um, yeah, I, I, I think I'd like to get over closer to the uh, the gem that's in the middle of this chest because it actually, it reminds me of the, the, the gem that, that the, uh, the shard sucked up before. And um, 
and I wondered if I could, like, you know, get some powers from it or something. All right. Um, a 13. You inspect the coins. They are definitely different. Imperial coins have the seal of the Empire on it, which is a golden fist. Um, obviously, on gold, it's golden. But, you know, it's a fist, a closed fist. On this, it looks to be um, the symbol of what looks like an orc skull. Um, this seems to be localized currency from the orc nation of Formagi. Shit, this might not be valid. They might not take this in the, in the capital. You see, Stilton takes one and bites it hard. Still don't touch it. That's gold. <laughs> Scram, you approach with your shard, and the moment you get close to this glowing green gem, you, the shard is, like, it's almost hot in your hand. Um, Ooh, and as you approach... You're making me nervous, Scram. Don't get too close. You I both will, hear fine. a voice in your head. Ah, visitors. It is good to have visitors. I have not had them in some time. Tell me, who do I have the pleasure of speaking with? Um, Zola, are you messaging me? This is me talking. I am not Scram or Zola. Is that you two? Which one is which? I'm uh, Scram. And I'm Zola. Who do we have the pleasure? checks. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm Scram. (laughs) Two. I'm minus one and I rolled a three. Uh, We have have, um, labels on. (laughs) I can see your name tags. Hi, my name is Zola. I got a 15. Hmm. We're both named Zola. That is somehow more believable. Hmm. What's... Who, to whom What's do we have name? the pleasure of speaking? I have many names, but you may call me Limburger. Limburger? Limburger. Limburger? Um, Are you in this gem, Limburger? Scram, you can give me a history check. Okay. Uh, I got a 12. The name Limburger kind of scratches at at like the edge of your skull almost like it's like it's tickling the back of your mind like you can almost remember it Mm. um you know context clues like maybe it's an orc maybe you heard this name when you were in the north Mm. it's kind of hard to tell as you're thinking you hear the voice speaks again in your mind it has been long time since i've had any company tell me What has become of the world in my absence? Yeah, it seems like a long time. You know what happened to the people on the ship? World's fine. World's fine, huh? World's fine. Were you here when this happened? I was here when this happened. What do you mean, mostly fine, small one? Um, well... Like it rains sometimes. Like the weather's kind of shitty. There's a lot of climate change. Have you heard about it? <laughs> no, I've been in this rock Yeah, the arcane cities are poisoning the environment. Wow, that is a troubling aspect. Hello there, voice. It's an inconvenient truth. It's, it is it is Izola as well. And I just was wondering, how'd you get in that little there stone? Hmm. Or were you always in there? Or I'm guessing no. Because usually stones no. are just stone. Not voices. Yes. Very astute. Most stones are just stones. Thank you. But I was put in here by a silly little mage. That mage over there? (laughs) Yes. He did not make it far. Yeah, it didn't work out so well for him, huh? No, it did not. Or the rest of the crew? No, but that is not my fault. That is his fault. That is their fault. Interesting. Are the nations still in their petty squabbles over the seas? Aren't they always? Uh, are they, though? 
What do you mean? It's as if the focus shifts onto you, Scram. Is something happened? How long has it been? Well, when, when did you get in there last? I don't know. Over 20 years ago. So it's been 20 years. You know how long it's been. <laughs> Are you asking us? I am guessing. I mean, when I left, the nations were pretty much at war. My home was under attack. So you're from Formaggi? I am. You're an orc. Or you were. I was. Well, I'll say this. At one point. The war is over for some, but as you might know, as a former orc, the war, there are always wars in some communities. The war just ends for those who are most fortunate. Hmm. It seems the world has not changed much then. Ah. Well, I was heading north, going to see Chief Goda. I had made some stops along the way and acquired some soldiers for help, but Leon the Elscum took the ship. Killed my crew. Tried to stop me. This was your ship? This was my ship. And they put me in this fucking gym. Oh. Do any- do either of you have a, like, a ninth level dispel magic or something crazy like that? Hmm. Mm. Either of you? I have a minor religion. I have this tiny weasel. I can tell that you are go- both going to be very helpful. I have a, um, a, a mage hand. I look at Scram like, can you message me? Oh, um, hey Zola, uh, how's it going? Hey Zola as well. Um, this guy might be fucking lying. Oh, you're right. I don't think that we should really actually try to get him out, at least until Captain Six get here. Like, it, why didn't he talk in front of Captain Six? That's true, but... Because she's harder to fool. But, at the same time, if he, he's a, he's an orc, and, and, uh, you know, he's probably could be your family. He could be an orc, or he could be this mage's spirit, and they trapped him in here, and he's lying to us. Oh, no, you're and right. And he saw that I'm an orc, and he's trying to get Ooh. my pity, and trying to get us trying to get us to release him. Oh, no. And seems then he like, winds up being someone else. It seems like the two of you are just standing there quietly for a while. Yeah, I'm uh, thinking. You gave us a lot to think about. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Do you have any nicknames? I have a few. Like what? What do they call you? Perhaps you have heard Gravedigger? Yeah, I have heard that one. These toss around by people who do not like me so much. Huh. So like not non orcs, so like the Empire. Oh Empire. Oh. What is in em- well, who's Empire? Uh, um It's a long story. Hmm. I have time if you want to tell me. Probably not that much. Do you recognize time. the symbol? And I show him the dagger. That is the symbol of our people, sister. Our people. Are you not an orc? I mean, I'm not really from the north. Like, I was born here, in, you know, not far from here. Like, I'm kind of removed from the whole culture and stuff. Hmm. The north. there's There's a long beat as this whomever is in this. Limburger, the gravedigger they pause and think on everything you've given to them. Perhaps you take me with you. Perhaps we find someone who can help me get out of here. And um, perhaps we we put things back the way they should be. We put this empire back in its place. What do you say? It's an interesting proposition. Hey, did 
in your orc life, did you ever meet anyone whose voice was like, Return. Did you ever hear anyone? Do you have friends who sound like that? Or like, Find the grave digger. <laughs> wow. First of all, fantastic scary voice you it's Thank you. very little work proficient needs to be and done intimidation on that. yes so. i can tell not sure what proficient means but i understand it in a conceptual way <laughs> it seems like you might be a little more special than you first came off as perhaps you take me with you and i tell you more fine i grab the gem and i put it in my pocket the moment you grab the gem um, Scram, you watch as the shard begins to like vibrate and shake and get incredibly hot in your hand. Give me a con saving throw. I got a natural one. Good. Excellent, sir. You t- it's okay. It's only a... No. That's three damage you take as you try to oh, grasp God. onto the shard, but it is searing into your hand now. Ah. It is warbling and cracking and oh shifting God. rapidly again almost glitching you watch it like no. like shifting in places um oh, think seeing this happen i like toss the gem back out of my hands yeah as you release the gem you watch as it suspends in midair uh, you both smell ozone Whoa. as um, as space oh begins no. to bend Captain and warp Sticks. Um, the, it's like the fabric of reality is being torn Captain into Sticks. the boards oh of the ship below your feet <laughs> splinter and crack deeper. I pick Scram up. You pick Scram up. The green gem still floating in the air uh, rushes to the shard. And Did you bring your swimmies? As it hits the shard, the shard goes completely dark Zola. and it falls to the ground. Scram? Um, has it ever done that before? Never. It's perfectly still on the ground. Um, you guys stand there. And the green gem is still suspended in midair? The green gem is not there anymore. Oh. The green gem is inside the shard. Oh. You know, I mean, last time I uh, that happened, I, I, I harnessed the powers of the last gem, so... I don't know. Um, I, I think maybe it, I've harnessed these powers. Let me try to... Um. Sorry, we're really bad with getting shit sucked into this rock. Uh, as you guys are wandering over this, you watch as suddenly the shard like bounces and begins to like shake in place. Oh, no. um, then it twists and flattens as if it's being pressed against the like an event horizon. No. Are you doing Black that, hole? Grave Digger? You hear, uh, no, this is not me. Um, and suddenly there's an explosion of white Hot light. Everybody roll me a constitution saving throw. Oh. oh, God. Still in. Oh, no. 13. 13? That's a 12 for Scrammy. You both take 34 damage. <gasps> Scram you. Blackout. I'm out. You're out. You fall to the ground. Um, you guys feel, it feels like hot searing lightning burning through you just waves and waves as it pours through your vision goes white your skin burning and charring as you still fall dead knees. still in <laughs> disappears still into in. a cloud of glittering smoke um, i'm at two hit points i immediately think as soon as this blasts my kind of um like orc senses kick in and i um, like second wind myself as it's happening all right you second wind you take a deep breath you see scram is on the ground um the shard is again glowing and vibrating it's as if it's trying to pull towards scram um waves of energy again you watch as if it paused as it kind of settled into understanding that it had absorbed this 
green gem, and as it is awakening, it is kind of giving off more waves of energy than before. The wood again cracks, ozone burning in the air. Um, I think I'm panicking. I'm yelling Captain Sticks' name, and I want to run forward and try and um, kick the shard away from Scram. You go to kick the shard away from Scram, but unfortunately, as you go to kick it, it rolls over and touches to Scram's body. And as it does, Scram, you begin to glow green. Your skin begins to become pure light. Scram, give me a death saving throw since you are currently unconscious. Okay. Uh, Scram? Scram! Uh, You're glowing! Uh, uh, it, it burns. Ow, I got a three. <laughs> Scram, you, like, your eyes are spinning in your head. You are mechanically uh, at zero hit points, clinging uh, onto consciousness as you watch Zola rush over to you, the, the shard getting to you first. And as it does, you look and see your body turning into light. You bend and twist. Oh, it looks Zola. again like, like spaghettification as you begin to pull against no. this gravity force. Um, no, 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 then, no, 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 no. You watch as Scram is sucked inside the shard. No! Uh, it no! falls to the ground. Scram, everything goes white for you. Zola, you watch as, as he is flattened and pulled into the shard. His robes, all of his items poof, fall to the ground. And then the shard boom, lands right in the middle of them. Still glowing, still vibrating, but calmer than before. Um, uh, Gravedigger? Scram? Silence takes the ship. You hear from above deck. Zola? Captain Zola? Sticks! I think ah. she just hears pure terror and fear in my voice. I'm coming, I'm coming! You hear footsteps more than just her. Hold your breath, hold your breath! Um, as she's coming, Zola, you are shocked, standing there, horrified. Your friend is gone. Scram, you are gone. Um, I think I'm probably on my knees and just holding the shard and, like, sh shaking it, like... C come on, Scram. Scram, you can hear me in there. Scram, use, use the spells in there. Use them. As you shake the shard, you begin to hear the sound of scratching and tapping and clicking coming from outside the hull. You turn, looking back out the door, which has been blasted off its hinges from the sheer explosion of like radiant light coming from the shard, and you see shambling towards you the skeletal body of the mage from before. Its algae-covered hand raises up and points at you. Scram? And that is where we'll end today. Oh, what? Bye-bye, little Sebastian. No! Rolling on my dice to kill my friend. Oh my no! <laughs> Oh my goodness, thank you so much for listening I to guess. this incredibly uh, uh. fun and relaxed episode. Welcome back. Apologies for the delay. Um, do we have any it's announcements? It's so good to be back. <laughs> it's so good to it be back. It is so good to be back. Um, let, well, let's um, first of all, thank you to our patrons. Yes. Oh, yeah, we got Andrew, we got Lucy, we, we got, got Mackenzie. Um, I'm, we so got far. Nicole, right? Uh, or is it Nicola? Nicola. I think listen, I've been saying Nicole, Nicole, if we're if we're getting your name wrong, please DM us. We're N so sorry. Nicole, we're friends on Twitter. Just tweet at me if yeah. if I'm saying your name wrong. <laughs> tweet it, tweet it, Lisa. Um so yes, Andrew, Nicole, Mackenzie, Lucy, and John, thank you so much for being our patrons. If any of you would like to be our patron, you can just go to patreon.com slash 
T and T D pod. No, wait, that's no, no. Right. It's a uh, patreon.com slash try not to die pod. Right. And um, we're hoping to get some stuff up there. We're still working on what our, um, you know, levels are going to be. We want to make sure that we can offer you guys some really good stuff that is like consistent and is really worth the money. Mm-hmm. Um, so for now, no like rewards or anything. You can just follow us for free on there. Yeah. Um, you can put zero dollars in if you want. But if you do give us money, any of it goes towards, you know, us getting new mics and improving the studio and um, feeding our dungeon cat. Mm, the dungeon cat. Oh. Any other announcements? Anything else? Yeah, you can also follow us on our other um, social medias. If you still have Instagram after the shitty update, um, try not to die pod. Um, same thing with Twitter. We're kind of more active over there. So yeah. if you want to come talk to us and like have fun and joke around with us, Twitter is the place to be. Um, anything from you, old Scrammy Doo? Nothing from me. I love you guys so much. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much for listening. Um, Thanks for voting, too. Thank you for voting. Good Lord. You did it. You did it. That last episode came out on, Ooh. or two episodes ago, rather, came out on Election Day. The podcast saved it. The podcast saved <laughs> it. We did it. I didn't want to say it, but... We did it. We, we did it. <laughs> podcast elect Joe Biden. <laughs> podcast elect. That's a good note to end That's on, I think. On. Uh, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Try Not to now. Die. <laughs> um, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you hit that Patreon. We love you so much. Mask up, Emeralia. Mask up, Emeralia. And until then, try not to die. <laughs>